0: Vox Quick Hits. The two most powerful people in Washington, D.C. right now are both named Joe. One's the president, the other is a senator from West Virginia, the most conservative Democrat, the swing vote in a 50 50 Senate. Joe Manchin. Joe Manchin.
1: Senator Manchin. Joe Manchin. Joe Manchin. Okay, roll them, guys.
0: (laughs) So far, he's outright opposed one Biden cabinet nominee, leading her to withdraw last night. As you heard on the show yesterday, he's a roadblock on the $15 federal minimum wage. And he said he'd never vote to abolish the filibuster. Actually, when asked about it this week, he said... Never.
2: Jesus Christ. What don't you understand about Never.
0: Okay, all right, calm down, Joe. We get it. You love the filibuster. Maybe he's just not used to all the attention. He's
2: getting a lot of attention right now in Congress. He was the man of the moment. If we were out in the hallway and there was a reporter around him, they took a beeline right toward him. You know, no matter if John Ossoff, Lisa Murkowski, anybody who was near him, they were going for Joe. And the questions that they would ask him, you know, they touch every facet of government, minimum wage, climate change, health disparities. He gets every kind of question. And so he's just like he's a rock star up there right now. Joe Severino is a reporter at the Charleston Gazette-Mail. We did not have any moonshine while we were in D.C. I'll, I'll state that on the record. Joe the reporter shadowed Joe the senator in the spotlight just last week. Susan Collins said it best. I interviewed her Friday. She said, in the 50-50 Senate, there is no more powerful senator than Joe Manchin. And the role he plays is ever more important because Joe, he's always been the guy in the middle. He's always the guy looking to both sides. Um, you know, what would they need to come to the center and let's get an agreement out? And, you know, that I think that worked for him pretty well here in West Virginia. And it got him into the governor's mansion um, and, you know, into his Senate seat. So, you know, that was Joe's brand before he even got there. So now, you know, after about a decade of Joe being in the Senate, you know he's kind of just got a stranglehold on anything that happens in the Senate. He's the man in the middle on the minimum wage. you know he's the man in the middle on um, rent cancellation, you know anything like that. So um, you know, he before all this was the figurative man in the middle, but now he's literally the man in the middle Well, help us understand this man in the middle a little bit more. He's from West Virginia,
0: so are you. What's his story?
2: His story is very similar than, uh, you know, a lot of West Virginians, and especially me. You know, our, our families are from the same part of the boot in Italy, same region. They came to central West Virginia to work in the coal mines because that was the only job that was available when they got here.
1: You know, in my little town, everybody kind of worked in the coal mines, and my my father and grandfather had a grocery store and a furniture store.
2: The Manchin family delved into politics at some point up in Marion County, where he's from. Um, You know, politics was a family thing.
1: The 60 campaign changed our family because of John Kennedy making West Virginia the battleground. We're Catholic. Could he break that religious barrier? Uh, Got our family, but got our whole state involved. It really did.
2: He played football at West Virginia University, short time, was a quarterback. After he was finished with college, He worked at uh, his family's store in Marion County.
1: My father, when he got out of the service in 46, started a little furniture store beside the grocery store. So we grew up in the retail business. I've always said in politics, it's retail. This is retail politics. And retail politics is simply knowing who your customer is and making sure they're satisfied.
2: And then he gets launched into the State House of Delegates, then the State Senate. Then he tries to run for governor. Why did you lose? What did you learn from I didn't do a good
1: job. I don't think I did a good enough job explaining who I was and what I thought the state could be and how we were going to change the state. And I lost that election.
2: And then uh, goes to Secretary of State, and then he's governor.
1: Leaving the governor's office was uh, one of the toughest decisions I had to make. And we, uh, we achieved so much as a state, but when I look at what challenges we have ahead of us in Washington, I know it's time to take that fight there.
2: So, you know, and the work that he's always tried to do, um, you know, has always just been, let's get people to the middle and move forward.
0: That's his jam, huh?
2: Yes. I mean, he's called himself the spear catcher to me. You know, that's what he was going to be for the next two years. But he's been the spear catcher in Washington for a long time.
0: And it's going to come up time and again over the course of the next two years, I imagine, on any number of issues. But we've got three in front of us right now. We've got... The $15 minimum wage, the $1.9 trillion stimulus, and then the confirmation of Biden's cabinet picks. Joe Manchin's been holding up this this $15 minimum wage
2: situation. How come? He's of mind that $15 will not work in West Virginia. Um, he calls West Virginia's economy entirely rural, which is pretty much the case. You know, we have a couple of urban centers, but you drive five minutes out of town, you're back in the hollers, you know. And so his $11, I think a lot of people have just looked at that and said, okay, 11 is in the middle of 7 and 15. That's obviously why I picked it. But he said, if you work 40 hours 40 a week. 40 hours and goes to work 50 weeks out of the year, basically should be above the poverty guideline. $22,000, which is for the federal poverty guideline for a family of three. You know, and that's where the debate comes in. Is $22,000 enough for three Americans to live off today? But, you know, Joe has settled on the 11 and he ain't going to budge. How about the $1.9 trillion stimulus? His deep beef with that is all budget reconciliation. He doesn't believe that the minimum wage should be put in there. He kind of got a cover through the Senate parliamentarian. But, you know, he's of mind that the Democrats should not be using their power to um, put some of this immediate relief through um, the reconciliation. Because one thing, you know, I did not know about him until hanging out with him is how concerned he is about the national debt.
1: My number one goal, fix the finances. Fix the finances. Raising debts don't fix debts. Sooner or later, someone's got to fix the debt.
2: When I was with him, he just pulls out his phone. He said, you know, an aide texts me every day what the national debt was or how much it's grown since the previous morning. He just opened his phone, pulled it out, reads, Good morning, Senator. The national debt today is yada, 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 trillion, yada, yada. He's calling for major spending, but only targeted. you know, only, you know, infrastructure projects, major transportation projects. But, you know, immediately for Americans, you know, he's he thinks it's been adequate for most Americans right now.
0: I guess a lot of Democrats are currently making the argument that this is a time to spend and the only risk is spending too little. Sounds like Joe Manchin doesn't buy that argument.
2: Yeah, I mean, President Trump blew a hole in the national debt. Let's not, you know, mince words here. And so Joe doesn't want to be the party that takes it even further. He wants to see bending more targeted. He just thinks we're just throwing money out there at, at the problem. I'm just making sure if we're going to throw out, you know, going to put a hole in the debt this size, we got to help people.
0: And the third thing I mentioned were these nominations. We learned this week that one cabinet nominee, Neera Tandon, withdrew her name because Senator Manchin didn't like her tweets. He's also been voicing skepticism on Deb Holland who would be the first Native American cabinet secretary in U.S. history, though. I think Manchin did later say he'd confirm her. But notably, Manchin was the only Democrat to confirm Jefferson Beauregard Sessions III as attorney general under the former president. Is he more worried about the backgrounds of Democrats than he is Republicans?
2: Yeah, you can absolutely critique Joe Manchin for his his stances on, you know, what people are calling a double standard, you know, on what near Tanden had tweeted in her time about both parties based on what Jeff Session and Rick Grinnell and Brett Kavanaugh have all done in their past. Joe Manchin doesn't support anything outright and before he needs to. So I think that's par for the course for him that he wasn't going to announce what he thought of Deb Holland's confirmation until the hearings were over.
0: It might bear repeating that I was the most bipartisan uh, freshman in my first term in Congress. Um, that's because I... Came here to get work done. Uh, I
2: was really uh, waiting to see if she's uh, one of these people who will be a bipartisan worker. So, you know, as we get through these last confirmation hearings, um, you know, we'll we'll see, you know, how the last of these um, secretaries are going to fill in. You know, we're not going to know until he decides. I think the thing about Joe is I was surprising to see how cool headed he was in the moment. Even in this in this intense moment where he feels all the spears are coming at him from every direction, even from his friends, you know he's still cool headed he's still sticking to his message of bipartisanship, and I think that's what angers most people about him. It's like, man, do you not feel this sense of urgency in the country do you not do you not feel this moment, but I think he knows the moment we're in and his just sticking to what has gotten him this far.
0: That was an excerpt of Today Explained. To hear the whole enchilada and others like it, check out Today Explained wherever you check out your podcasts.